Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hi, Meg! Hi, Giselle! We are back, ladies, gentlemen, humans of the podcast. We are back and better than ever. Than ever. And... We're sitting together in we person. We are sitting together. We, we wanted to make sure that we were sitting together in person when we brought the pod back to life. We, yes. It has been a while. We missed you. We hope that you missed us. We have so much to catch up on, so much to chat about that we're excited to chat about. Discourse to be had. Discourse to be had that we have had over and over again because although we were missing for... A month. About a month or so. <laughs> when we said we it was going to be like two weeks. <laughs> we spent most of that time together. Absolutely. So, um, yes, if you follow us on Instagram, you know that we were in Europe. We went Euro to... Girl Summer. We had, you know, travel issues as everyone is having. We did. But we had an amazing time. We it was so fun. We went to Copenhagen, Denmark. Yes. We went to Lisbon, Portugal. We did. We went to Volterra, Italy. And we did. Yes, Twilight. Italy. Yes, I... I literally, I did. You got me my photo that I still haven't posted. I I still need to have photos. I I know. We have content. Um, And yes, I, I, how would you say it? Floated, flitted, flounced around. Flounced. Square. She did. Where Bella Swan runs in Twilight, New Moon. An iconic moment. very special. Um, And yes, and we had an amazing, we had an amazing trip. It was so fun. Yeah. I mean, it, hopefully you follow the pod. You listen to the pod, you follow us on Instagram, and you saw our beautiful trip unfold. But it was amazing. So much happened in, you know, pop culture as we were there. So much has happened in the last two weeks since we've been back. Yes, because we've been just, you know, we've been off doing things. We've yeah. been being responsible adults, getting back into the work Working. It's been tough. We had a bit of a, you know, a little bitch session about work earlier. We did. Um, and, you know, it's just hard when you're back from vacation, especially. Summer is also um, hard with the working. Summer is really hard, but we, we also, we had a concert that we went to. We, we did. Back. We went to see Leon, which was amazing. Yeah, she was we amazing. We love her. Um, and now we're in a bit of a concert drought until we August. are, but we really got a lineup coming in August. Everyone, we've got Mr. Sean Mendez, which is not on this list, but we should speak about his. Oh my god, yeah, it, uh, will we see Sean? Like, will also, we see Sean? Chromatica's first, yes, I'm so sorry, yeah, Chromatica, everyone. Yes, we are going. If in case you didn't think we were, we will be there at the Chromatica mm-hmm. Ball with basically every gay and girl. And others. We'll be in the nosebleed. In be this town. So yeah. excited about that. See our queen. Chromatica is an album that, like many of you that probably listen, affected us deeply in the middle of the pandemic. Um, so we're excited to see that. Before we get into the Sean thing, we're also seeing Harry twice. Twice. <laughs> we're seeing Harry twice, which I feel great about. Well, uh, exactly a month apart. Yes. Super his first and last show in New York, no? No, his second and his last. Okay, okay. But just, I mean... Exciting times to be had by all. Very excited to see Mr. Styles again. Yes. Um, feeling very blessed to have gotten tickets. Yeah, Meg really I pulled saw, one out for us. It was a stressful day. I was in the office, and but I feel like luck was on my side that day. It was. I got was. some good karma back um, because it was a it was a journey. It was. But um, but yeah, and we're seeing Sean Mendez on 
Friday on Friday in August, and we're seeing Harry on a Sunday in August. But um, Sean is not well. Sean is really not doing well. Everyone, um, it's we're we're putting a, an alert, a watch, a critical a critical eye on Sean Mendez. If you don't follow the young starlet, uh, you should because one, he posts a lot of like pseudo inspirational things and like you know loves to talk about that. But also at the same time, he has canceled everyone three weeks or. I guess rescheduled, but they haven't been picked yet, which means that they don't want to give people back their money. But Sean has postponed three weeks of shows. No, no. Like three weeks. Three weeks up until like the beginning of August, right after tour started. Like yeah. this is, it's giving Justin Bieber. Yeah, no. It's, it's giving, like it's giving Lady Gaga on that one tour that I saw that I was able to where see. Where she broke her. Yeah. 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 But also like that was a reason. Right, right yeah. But ba- or basically what happened, everyone, um, it's on Sean's Instagram. You can go read it, but... He is saying that due to, like, he's been touring since he was 15, and it's been really hard for him to get back out there. And due to mental reasons, mental health reasons, and taking care of his mental health, he is pulling out of the tour for three weeks and postponing those shows. They don't have a date yet, so sketchy. Um, But yeah, like, it's, I think he's postponing until some date in Canada, and then, like, truly, like, a week later, we see him. So, like, if he- Thoughts and praise for us. Thoughts of, literally thoughts and prayers for Sean, thoughts and prayers for us, but like also let's check in on Sean Mendez. I was listening to his music yesterday in solidarity with him, and that man has not actually been well for a long period of time. Oh though. no. Oh no, no, no. He's always been in his feels. He's always been always in his feelings. In his feels. If you listen to some of his music and like you really think about what he's saying, like, it's dark. This man is not well. Um these demons. John Mendez has got lots of demons. demons. And I do think like it's kind of an uno reverse with yeah. the Camila situation because I, I don't know who broke up with who. I my my thought was that he broke up with her. Right. Because she was giving like post breakup angst with the album that nobody listened to except for us. <laughs> except for us. That and was like, good. Sorry. That was excellent. Everyone should still stream that album, Familia. Um, but she was also giving like on Instagram like very haunted, whereas he was giving like, I should call my friends right. or whatever, and like truly like living his life but now maybe he's realizing or maybe he's just like just now feeling the effects of this breakup i'd like to i'd like to step into a moment on the podcast where we start speaking in allegedly okay allegedly allegedly everyone this has not been confirmed but i'm just going to look at the facts that have been presented to us today sean mendez is leaving his tour for three weeks he's not just canceling one or two shows to, like, figure himself out. Three weeks feels like a very determined amount of time. Right. Do we think he's in some sort of rehab? Maybe. I maybe, think drugs are a bit harsh for Mr. Mendez, but alcohol maybe? Maybe. I don't maybe. know. I, I don't... Mean, alle- allegedly. Allegedly. All right. three weeks is, like... No, it's a very specific amount of time to solve. It's very but, like, specific. is he ready to get right back on tour after he gets, you or, know... Or, like, anger? I don't know. Or just mental health. Or, just, or just mental health, health thing, but right? I'm just saying, like, it did... The thought crossed my mind about... No. Definitely. Some I, sort I mean, of I, think, situation. I think there is something to be said for like, there are a lot of like young stars who, like, you don't know necessarily right. as much if they're if it's al- alcoholism. Like someone like Daniel Radcliffe, like he struggled so much and he's sober now. Oh, I didn't like know when this. he was like young, like in his young twenties yeah. or whatever, and like he's sober now because like he like you know like sought help and whatever. But it's like it's a lot of pressure, and so whatever kind of outlet you can find to you know, get out all of that excess, like, whatever, is, like, 
really dangerous sometimes. Yeah. If it's not a person right. or like your family or your friends or whatever, like if, if that's not kind of filling the void, then like other things fill the void. So I think it's a big conversation too, like in recent this year. Like these are different reasons, but like first of all, I think we both commend Sean Mendez for dealing with his shit, whether it be mental yeah. health, whatever he's going through, like take and he's your time. Open about it, and I think that that's good. Right. Take your time, deal with your situation. We so respect that. I think, like, it becomes a conversation of how much a fan has access and also, like, relies on these celebrities. Like, for example, when Adele canceled all of her oh, yeah. shows and people were like, fuck you. The way Adele did it was not this same way, but, like, the people were basically like, fuck you, Adele. And Adele was like, I'm not ready. We are not ready. People, right. I'm losing people to COVID. Like, this show's not ready. I feel like it has, like, it's a conversation about, like, how much celebrities and like musicians owe their fans or like how much we have access to them because honestly like we should be happy that Shawn Mendes is taking care of his mental health and like we should be happy Adele's gonna like figure her shit out so like her concert is actually like viewable right like a good experience but also at the same time like in the Shawn Mendes case like when I looked on the website to make sure that we were actually gonna have our show like it just said postponed and like I can understand as someone who's paid money to see someone like that's frustrating. Like, right. is my money going somewhere? Am I going to get it right. back? Is it postponed to someday I can't I mean, see that him? Was something that was really obviously widespread during COVID, like in the beginning when obviously no one could go to concerts. Right. And now it's a bit different, but I feel like now maybe like the mindset is still there of like, oh, like tour is movable, you know what I mean? Right. But also like people have plans, people have lives. And it's like, especially with Adele and the Vegas residency, like, Unfortunately, I think that was an unfortunate situation, but unfortunately you're also messing with people's lives because they had to fly there and pay and a money. ton of money. Like, right. like there's one thing, us going to the Barclays Center to see Shawn Mendes, right. it's what what's the subway, 275? Like right. we'll figure it out, right? right? But like it's another thing to like have flights to get to Vegas for a specific time and then just be there and obviously there's plenty to do in Vegas, but if you're going to see Adele, you have to go back again maybe. Right. And I it's it gets frustrating, but yeah, all of that's stemming from the concerts we're seeing next yeah. month, but, like, we had to check in on John Mendez. Once again, everyone, we're keeping him on high alert. We're making sure he's going to be okay. Um, we will keep you posted on anything that we personally hear from social media, which you can also hear, but we know not everyone follows Sean Mendez. It's okay. But we do, so we do. we'll keep you updated. We absolutely do. Um, I guess, Meg, since we're on the topic of music, we can just roll into two releases that mattered to us. Over yeah. the last month. Yeah, I mean, people, I think, know that we were eagerly anticipating the Luna album. Yes. And we were gifted it on, like, one of our gifted. last days of vacation, which was so nice to have. Um, I took a little morning dip in the pool, and I listened to the entire album yes. with no one around, and that was a moment. Um, and we listened to it on our car rides, and it was, um, I mean, it's just sensational. Yeah, I mean, it's rare <laughs> to find a group that affects people in this way, and I really feel like Muna is one of those groups. Like They're so special. Obviously, we, we said this before, like, we want to gatekeep them because we love them, and it's like, once someone gets too big, like, you never, it's never the same. Right. But at the same time, like, I want them to have all the success. Like, listening to this album, the, the first two were amazing, but like, them aligning with Miss Bridgers has been, like, the best thing for them. Oh, yeah. Like, Completely. they're gaining the right audience, right? Because, like, all the girlies who love Phoebe, which 
are a lot of people, actually. Yeah. She's big. Like, yeah, I really didn't really realize, big. like, yeah. over this last year, I've come to understand and Phoebe Bridgers' impact. And they're on her label now, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like... I am happy that they've done that. I've been watching so many interviews. They, I love groups that are just like friends. Like I love that. It's just the energy is great. Right. They've had many late night performances. Um, the outfits have been amazing. So many photo shoots. Oh yeah, and all these backup like, this is what we wanted to use for press, but we were yeah. allowed to basically. And like these videos of so them good. just like being hooligans, and I love them. They're amazing. They are amazing. They're the so album funny. is great, as Meg said. Um, just vibey, a good mix of like upbeat stuff, but also like the the slower songs. Like actually, really like affected me on this album. I feel like um, like kind of girl. I know I said this when it came out, but like that shooting star, love shooting star, loose garment, loose iconic. Garment. But like also, let's not get it twisted. I am a beat girly. I love a song with a kick, and what I want is I said I texted. <laughs> Megan Vera this I was like what I want is actually cocaine for my ears like truly and every time I it comes just, on can I just pause everyone because we weren't talking about the album <laughs> we weren't talking about anything no and we just got a text from Giselle that said what I want is cocaine for my ears which I can and understand we, now and Vera and I both took pause and responded <laughs> to this because Giselle wants cocaine for her ears? What? Um, and it took us a few minutes to figure it out. And then once we did, we were like, oh, okay, we get what you mean. Yes. We get what you mean. Yes. But it's it was, addicting. It was, it really, you're the right. The music video is amazing. Oh my God, so fun. Matt Rogers. Matt Daniel, Rogers, icon. Fire Island, we can talk about that too. I just realized. Oh yeah, did we not? No, girl. Maybe no, we I did. I think we did. I think we did. Okay. Oh, I think knows? that was in our last episode. It's hard to tell. Who knows? Like, we talk every day. No, but we definitely what if the talk. listeners heard? We definitely talked about that. Um, but yes, Muna, amazing, sensational, never been done before, obsessed. Um, and also, another anticipated album. Which we didn't know was anticipated the last time we spoke. But, but it is highly anticipated. Highly is Resurrection, right? Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> Renaissance. <laughs> Or Resurrection. There are a lot of, like, long R words. It's too much. Um, um, by Beyonce. Yes. By Miss Beyonce. Um, she is back. It is coming out on July 29th, same day as Miss Rogers. Which, like, I bet Maggie is wishing that she pissed. fucking put her album out faster. She has a song coming out tomorrow called Horses. Okay. Okay, Maggie. Maggie and I have been on an interesting journey the last couple months. Songs have been great. Her personality is shaking me a bit post post divinity school i'm like i will say i mean i think we've heard that allegedly allegedly that she's not that nice yeah allegedly she's not that nice and also that doesn't shock me the way she's come up in the world and like in her career like i wish she was nice but you know i mean maybe she's nice. maybe she's nice maybe she'll be we on, don't know maybe her. she'll be on the pod one day maggie come on and prove us wrong prove that you're nice maggie prove the um, rumors wrong but that's just what we're hearing hearsay hearsay um break my soul was the first single uh it was like a dance club bop um ate, ate drake for breakfast ate drake for breakfast who released an album also like i can't also i think released the album because he heard Beyonce was coming out with an album and they're probably the same fucking album basically and so he released it. Um, but it's going to be a dance house album. Giving it up for the club kids. Gotten a little bit of a mixed reaction. Come on, giving it up for the club kids. Come on, club kids. Like, <laughs> come on, I watch Legendary. Let's not forget. 
Like it, this will be on Legendary next season. Don't you worry. Um, also, it's everywhere. I hear it on every fucking street corner. Brave my soul. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a certified bop, yeah. and I understand that. Well, the discourse about the song is like. Which I'm like, y'all, Beyonce has not been on our planet for the last 10 years. Like, she, everyone's like, she's telling us to, like, quit our jobs. And, like, she doesn't... <laughs> I'm sorry. She doesn't understand the struggle. I'm like, babe, Beyonce's a billionaire, basically. Like, Of course she doesn't. She is completely out of touch with but reality. But also, like, it's a song. Like, wh- why are we getting mad at Beyonce for telling us to quit our jobs? Babe, I wish. I saw a tweet that was like... Not her telling us to quit our jobs when these like merch bundles are like four hundred dollars. Right, like that's when we can really be <laughs> and t- the, talking her. And out. the concert tickets are gonna be hefty. Like, let's, let's bring be that serious. up. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like people. Beyonce is so in another league. Like, let her fucking sing with Big Frida about quitting her jobs. Yeah. Like, please, okay. let her be happy. The song is great. Did you like it, Mick? I did. I loved it. Loved it. Um, we can't wait for the album. I don't know if we're getting another single before the album. I doubt it. Beyonce doesn't have to do Maybe anything. Maybe next week. Maybe. Maybe next Friday. We don't have a Break My Soul music video either. So, like, that's coming. True. Things are happening in the music world. Oh, no, lots of things. Lots of things are moving. And things are moving. Um, but we loved Muna's album, Muna, self-titled, which yeah. is a moment. A self-titled moment post-debut. Right. Is like a it re-entering like of the that world. that this is really important and this is, like, us. Like True. Sean Mendes tried to do us. that and it was... Not executed in the best way. But Wonder is an album that we listen to. Yeah. But Shawn Mendes has great songs. We won't we won't shit on him as he's going through his situation. Okay, moving on from music. Should we get to shows? Yeah, sure, why not? I'm feeling excited about shows. Yes. Should we get like kind of the the low bar out of the way? Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Yeah. Not that not that no, we're gonna call it a low bar. Me watching the second thing we're gonna talk about and like no, you it's watching special. it, it feels it's special. I it's feel so affected by it. The it's, second thing. It's we're really talk a moment. About. Um so Umbrella Academy season three is out on Netflix. Um it's happening. Things are happening. It um, happened. It happened. We both watched it. Um How are you feeling, Meg? It was just a bit clownish, wasn't it? Um, yeah. It was perfectly fine and enjoyable for me in the, like the two days we got back from our trip, just like at home with my parents, like sitting on the couch, like having nothing to do. Yeah. So that was perfectly fine for me. I will say it's a bit repetitive of the of the previous seasons, and also like after last season being kind of in the past and this kind of like more like interesting time coming back to the present, and it's being the same thing again, like, end of the world, and they cause the end of the world, and they have to stop it. And I know nothing gets bigger than the end of the world in some of these things. Yeah. I think that's just the issue. Um, I think there's a lot of good in this season, and I think they'll definitely get a season four. Um, Maybe that'll be the last one. I and think. I think that'll be the last yeah. one. Um, but, and I like the way it ended, because it felt like a reset. I agree. So, rather than, you know, like, running from one end of the world to the other to the other, it's a reset, and it's like you know, getting the gang back together in season four kind of thing. Um, so, yeah. I'd give it, like, a B minus. Yeah, I agree. It kind of, like, lacked luster for yeah. me. It, I mean, like, from the minute they started dancing to Footloose in, I like, couldn't the believe. first five minutes of the I was, episode. I, I was audibly laughing yeah. on the plane because I saw it on the plane. I was like, what is what happening? Is happening? Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of hate what they did with Allison's character. Yeah, they made her the villain. I love Emmy. They made her the villain. But, like, 
they made her the villain in like a way that wasn't like actually interesting. And also in a way that people have been made the villain forever, right? Like right. Like a grieving mother, like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Not that that's not interesting in a lot of ways, but like I just thought her character was so much more exciting than that and like had so much yeah. more to, to kind of explore and that was... And I like wanted more for like Ben... Like, I felt like we were getting a, an alive Ben, and then, like... Yeah, and then he was just a dick. And he was a dick was the a whole dick time, and had no yeah. character arc. Like, they kept did trying to give him a character... Did him and Klaus hook up at the end of the season or something? Did they? I don't know. What happened? What happened when they blacked out, and then they woke up after the wedding? I, I don't know. I thought they were just saying that, like, Ben he doesn't remember, fun. like, being nice or whatever. Like, oh, he's okay. back to being an asshole. I don't know. There was just Klaus was the best Klaus, part of that Klaus to me. Klaus flirts with everyone, so Klaus is always the best part of he that He was the best... Part of the season, hands down. I didn't give a fuck. That guy, he's from Skins. Skins. Oh, yeah. Skins. Robert Sheehan. I love him. Yeah. He is yeah. everything. Like Vera, do you want to say something about him? Vera's here. He's also in Misfits. Oh, yeah. The I, that I tried yes. to get you to watch. Giving okay, us sci-fi. Well, we'll watch it. No, you'll watch it. I, I started watching it a long time ago. Um, but he's great in Umbrella Academy, if you want to watch that. Also, he must be kind of old now. He's yeah, probably like in his 30s. 30s. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's the best part of the show. So I like number five in the show, but he's also getting a bit boring for me. Diego, I like a lot, but I, mean, I also feel like... I love Diego and Lila. I loved Diego and Lila. I loved yeah. the little boy from Euphoria. Oh my God, yeah. I thought he was great, and then he just was... And then they gone. literally got rid of him, yeah. and I was like, okay. Um, I can Ashtray. Ashtray. I could do without number one. What's his, what's his actual name? Literally so irrelevant. Luther. Luther. I could do without Luther and his, <laughs> the whole opening, his marriage storyline. I couldn't. The whole opening on the moon. I was like, I literally Enough. just saw you. This I was you watching Stranger Things on I the plane this. to Copenhagen where you were skipping through. And I was like, Giselle, what are you doing? You're missing all of this information. And you were like, I can't. I can't. I got to go. I have to, I have to know what's that going on. That was me during the Luther on the moon scene. Enough. I was like, I can't do this. This Enough is so annoying. Enough of Luther on the goddamn moon. I can't deal with it. <laughs> Um, I also kind of felt like we got introduced to this of the Sparrow Academy, but then like they killed them off basically. Well, like can Cassie David actually act? Let's be serious. True. True. And then that that other guy was from something you said. Degrassi. He Degrassi, was Craig. Yes. Literally, they put Craig from Degrassi in the he show like and gave him like a guy. deformed like face so we can actually see it was Craig from Degrassi. But also my hang up with the show, Meg. You know, I like a description of powers. Tell me yeah. what's happening with the powers. Why is she fucking like no, you're right. spitting out poison? What is it doing? Why is his face deformed? What is the power? Right. Because we did get that whole description with all of them in season one. And right. And it was more because Vanya, Vanya now Victor, but Vanya at the time. They, that was the, they, they did that They didn't one. know what her powers were at the time. Right. And now, you know, we do know what Victor's powers but are. And they did the like, so once again, everyone, Elliot Page is on this show. Yes. The show started the first Two seasons where she, where they were El, Ellen yes. at the time, and the character's name was Vanya. Vanya, but obviously Elliot is Elliot, and so they actually like did the transition thing like in the show. So Vanya now Victor. I thought they did that well, and like I mean, I I saw the actor who plays Diego on like a talk show, yeah, like a talk or whatever, and. Um, he was saying, he was like, this isn't like, it doesn't need to be made a spectacle of. Like, it right. doesn't need to be like, it, he was like, it was a moment, but it's like, this is just a fact. Like, right. it's just a fact and of I life, and we just like did it, and it, and then it became a fact. But then they, they did that, right, but then they literally ruined Victor's character, basically. Like, they didn't, like, it just all felt like we got no character arc. 
Like, we had it so jumps, much going on, but nothing going on. It jumped from Allison and Victor being, like, besties, like, their whole, like, sister bond. Yeah. To then the next minute fighting. Like, and hating each literally. other. Literally. Also, like, like, venomous fighting. Low-key, the, like, sexual assault triggering moment with, like, Allison and Luther was oh, no. weird. Didn't like that. That was not handled well. I feel like sometimes shows just don't think about the visit, like, what how that's going to look. That was... That sorry everyone who hasn't seen Umbrella Academy. There was a moment, uh, Allison, who is played by Emmy Raver Lampin, who is dating Debbie Diggs, also was in Hamilton. Uh, she and Luther, who is this British man, I don't really know, and he's number one. Whatever. There's a moment where like her he power. Was also in Game of Thrones. He was in Game of Thrones. Her power is that she says, "I heard a rumor, basically, and like th- she says, I heard a rumor that you got me a glass of milk. Like the person has to do that thing. So like." They had a love story in the first two seasons. But they were also, they were, like, adopted siblings. But so they're it siblings. always icky. It was always icky. But, like, she's, like, in another love thing. And so, like, there's a moment where she basically, like, forces him to have sex with her. And it was not it. Like, it was a bit uncomfortable. They didn't address it ever again. No, like, it's giving, like, the Bridgerton season one thing where, like, some people were, like, talking about how she was, like, yeah. forcing him to, like... Right. And... I feel like no one was really talking about this. Like, some people were, but I did not see a lot of yeah. people, like... But also, there was a lot of conversation about Allison and her character just being totally trashed. Right. It just sucks. And also, like, she's a black woman on the show. Like, I just hate... Like, if they're going to make her a villain, right. fucking be a good one. Like, at least yeah. make her character... Because then, like, also, sorry, at the, at the end, when she got everything she wanted, where she got her daughter back and her husband from, like, the 60s or whatever, Yeah, I was, like, happy for her. I agree. <laughs> so, like, why should I be happy for her? Because I'm, like, I, I'm still love thinking Emmy. about the old Allison, yeah. right? Also, love that Emmy has more followers on Instagram than David does. Obs- the Umbrella Academy's power, like, No, it is powerful. So and, and this is the thing that makes me sad about it before we end this. And also, I'm realizing before we talk about the last show, we have to talk about Obi-Wan. Um, oh, yeah, good one. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that makes me sad about Umbrella Academy is once again Meg knows and all of you know is that I love quirky superhero shows I love when it's weird I loved um, Legends of Tomorrow as you all know may it rest in peace and that's why I loved Legend or that's why I loved Umbrella Academy so much because it was a bunch of misfits being together and it just kind of felt like it lost a bit of it's like it was quirky but like not in a good way which we'll talk about in a later thing another piece of media that was quirky but maybe not in the best way um but yeah i just want more for it i feel like it kind of just like flopped a little bit this season hopefully they can redeem it and i don't think it flopped hard enough although i will say and i said this to you right before i was coming out um i cannot believe they dropped it when they did yeah it felt like an afterthought like literal purposeful sabotage right because it's a big show for them yeah because Netflix has like no huge, shows really always, other than It always like goes to number one yeah. on Netflix and it did, but then a week later, and we'll get into this, they dropped Stranger Things Volume 2. Yeah. And so that was it. For, I mean, Umbrella Academy is still up there. It's, people are still watching it, but it's like Stranger Things is twice as popular. Ten, right. Ten it's times the as Netflix like Game of Thrones as Umbrella, as Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And like they just didn't really give it a shot. So I do hope they give us another season in that sense because like I feel like it's a good I also don't like show. untied bows. I want them to oh, tie yeah, no, of the season totally. of the show. Okay, quickly, your thoughts on Obi Wan? Um, uh, completely pointless. So pointless. But but like 
still made me cry and made me feel things. The last episode was, like, really well done. I thought, like, the choreography of the fight scene, like, the the acting, like, all of it. Just, the, like, the... really, really nice. But it's it's literally, like... So pointless. The thing is... Couldn't believe And it's, like, I get it. I get it. Because, like, <laughs> fandoms, like, fans, they love to have, like, and I love happy endings. And I love knowing everything that happens after a happy ending. Like, I want to know every the name of everyone's kids and who gets married and all that stuff in every show or movie or whatever that I ever watch, right? But people are just... It's the overkill with this Star Wars thing, with the Skywalker saga. Enough. Like, we know that Obi-Wan survives. We know that Anakin survives. We know that Luke and Leia and Uncle Ben and Aunt Beru survive, right? The only character that we really didn't know their fate, their fate was, like, um, the Indira Varma character... Um, who died in like when they were they were trying to get away? Oh and, like, yeah, 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 What's his name? Ice Ice T's son. Yes, who was yes. in it? Who? Why didn't he have a bigger part? Right. And and Kumail, random. Not Kumail, not Johnny being in it. And what's her and Moses Ingram? Yes, who Which, was amazing. Like it who was, was amazing, but they kind of like fumbled her bag at the end. Yeah, they did it. I you know Meg and I both said this. Like we were like hell yeah this like. Dark skinned black woman with braids on this fucking show yeah. being iconic. And being course, the villain. Of course, being everyone was the racist villain. to her. Right, being racist. But she was being the villain, but being a good fucking villain. Like, I don't need my, my black characters to be good to, like, be justified. Well, I like, will say that I she did was predict. A good, I did predict it. You did? Yeah. She was a good villain. And then, like, it makes sense, obviously, that, like, she has the Force and whatever. She used to be training to be a Jedi. We get it. But then, like, they fucking fumbled her back, and it just made her weak. And I was like... No, let her be the villain. Like, let her have because some sort of vindication. Because if you're going to go off and do a series with her, which I would love. Right. Like, which would actually be like, interesting. Let her just be, like, fought off and be like, this isn't over. But, like, go do her own right. thing. Right. Rather than, like, but again, I get it. Like, she was good at, she was, like, a Jedi at heart, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. I mean, it was nice. I think it was nice for them all to come back and play, but, like, it's done. It's enough. Like, but this is what Ahsoka's going to be. This is what, if I Anakin, I mean, like, they, they're already talking to, they keep saying to Hayden Christensen, would you come back and play him again? And he's like, yeah. But it's like, that would have to be during the Clone Wars, which we have the, you know, animated yeah. miniseries for. So I'm just kind of like... It's a bit of an enough. There are other families in this fictional galaxy... That we can focus on. There are just other make it up. Make, make it, it up. up. That's what George Lucas did when he wrote the first Star Wars. Imagine made making it something up. up. It's made up. It's um, made up. Imagine thinking of an original thought. <laughs> imagine it make not it being about daddy issues. <laughs> imagine. imagine. Wow. So that's our thoughts on Obi Wan. Fine. Congrats to what's his name, you and McGregor, for getting a check. And Hayden Christensen because I think it's been nice for him because everyone bullied him when he was yeah. in the prequels and now he's back and it's everyone's being <laughs> nice to him. So I think it's been good for his mental health. Right. So I'm right. happy for him. Bullying. Um, okay, everyone. I'm fucking excited to talk about Giselle, this. Giselle. Giselle shocked me. Yesterday. Shocked the motherfucking world. Sh- yesterday. I'm pouring sh- a bit yesterday? more champagne before we talk about this. Was it yesterday? That it you was text- yesterday. I did. I, I dropped you a cheeky I'm line. On, I'm on the way back from the gym yesterday. Yes, the gym in the middle of the day. And I get a text from Giselle. Oh. I, I finished. You and know I how I said, speak. I finished and no text left. And I said, <laughs> and I had no idea what she was. I thought, I thought maybe Miss Marvel. I thought, I was like, and I said, what did you finish? And she said, Stranger Things. 
And she hadn't even told me she started season three, people. She was gatekeeping. I but gate, I actually I was a nice cats. it was a nice little treat for me. I gate kept everyone. I after all the years, Stranger Things came out when we were what? In like college, high school? I don't even remember. Um, you might have been yeah. No. College, I think. You might have still been in college. I think I was out of college. Okay. A long ass time ago. Basically, I don't even know how many years. Five, six years ago. But after all this time. On our way to Europe, I decided, I said, well, I let's, am... Let's clarify this. At one o'clock in the morning at JFK, when we'd been drinking wine for like four hours and yeah. still had three more hours to wait for our flight, Giselle said, I'm going to start watching Stranger Things right now. And, and here we are. <laughs> and I, I tried to watch with her. And of course, even though I've seen Stranger Things season one like three times, I'm still awake and Giselle is asleep. So, yeah. but you watched it. On their flights, I did all four seasons. Everyone, um, we watched it at our Airbnb in Portugal. A mother fucking masterpiece, mm-hmm. I have to say. Seasons two and three, mm, I almost gave up on season two. I was like, this is kind of boring, and I'm tired of these kids. But um, I continued on in the hopes of being America's Next Top Model, and we got <laughs> to. Season four, which I texted Megan, I texted like maybe one of the best seasons of television ever. Yeah, and so of course, you so know, good. I have an obsessive personality. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was Same watching thing. like post interviews of the, oh, yeah, the yeah. Duffer brothers yes. talking about it. And I feel like the reason it was so good is because they had six months to rewrite the shit that was bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> the pandemic. the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And they said that. They were yeah. like, all the things connected it because we wrote it and then we had six and months this, to sit around. Okay, and we, this we note, figured out what didn't work and this made it idea, work. let's hold on to that idea also for a later conversation. Let's giving, okay. like giving things time. We're holding. You know what I'm you know what yeah, I'm gonna yeah, talk yeah. about. Okay. But Stranger Things, season four, fucking smash. So I good. Saw it. So good. Cried like Stop. six times. Why did you where where did you cry? What parts? Um oh Eddie? Well, I cried in the first in the in the at the end of the first episode of volume two. So at the end of episode eight. When we When it's we're getting separate ways. Someday and I'm like in tears. I'm like, oh my god, she yeah. all over my body. Yeah. Um, music? Wow. The music, yeah. Justice no, for Kate Bush. Okay, but <laughs> actually it's it's so criminal because Stranger Things only got like one Emmy nomination. Not one. They got a couple. But one of them is like music supervisor for episode four. Four, which is Dear Billy, which is the oh, first time that yeah. they really prominently use running up that hill. Um, and now you get to know why it was stuck in my head for yeah. months. Um, but no one else, no, no acting nominations. Can you believe? I honestly Disrespect. can't believe because uh, fucking Sadie, Sadie Sink. Sink, Caleb, whatever his name is, giving acting. Honestly, all of them. Dustin. Dustin, I, I love him. Well, I Steve, I get it. You get it. I get Steve it. Harrington, ready to risk it all for Joe Curie. Um, the, I saw a tweet and it was like of the main four, um, Stranger Things boys. Yeah. So Will, Mike, Dustin, and Lucas, it was like two gave amazing performances. One gave a mixed performances with some highlights and the other was there. Who, Who was there? there Who was there? Mike. Okay. I was, I feel like Noah was giving me like de- decent acting. The crime oh, yeah. scenes, so I Noah was like. Noah was the one who was like. Mixed. Okay. Okay. Because otherwise. Yeah. Mike really like, wasn't in this season, I feel. They have decided that, and then they decided to say that Mike is the heart of the friend group. At I was the like, end. and I was like, is couldn't, he now? Couldn't be. That's like, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin, or even um, Noah. Even yeah, more or even yeah. No, it's it's the thing. Oh, 
Also, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. I'm, I'm so gonna say sorry. it right now. Like, she let's protect this girl at all. My costs. girl's gonna egot. No, let's protect Millie Bobby at all costs. I I'm buying Bloom. What's her fucking shit? What's her makeup line? I'm buying it. Florence by Mills. Florence by Mills. I'm supporting you, <laughs> Millie. I know you're a millionaire, babe. I'm supporting you. Florence by Mills that more. has like three million followers on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's selling, but I'm buying it. Is where I'm at today. She's no, she's a star. She's, she's an absolute a star. star. Also dating Bon Jovi's son. That's Bon Jovi's son? Yes, babe. It's Bon Jovi's son. Oh, well, but also, they had to wait to say they were dating because she was not 18. It was giving Kylie and Tyga. <laughs> Literally it was giving, giving Kylie, Kylie and Tyga. Because I went Ooh. back on her and his Instagram recently, like, what, right after the second part of the show came out. And it was, like, last year at this time, before she was 18. Yeah. It was, like, he posted a photo of them, and it was, like, BFF. <laughs> And I was like, You're couldn't fucking. be BFF. We all are fucking. Like, Millie, but Millie's also like 18 and she's like, love of my life. I'm yeah. like, babe. Her and Noah, very sweet friendship. Very cute friendship. Very fun. Love Noah. He, I is mean, he gay in real life? Is he queer? I, no, no one's out. Okay, no one is out. We do not know anything, but we love him regardless. And, and neither is Will because they fucking queer baited to the end. Um, yeah. People were pissed about That's the one thing people were pissed about because they said like, we're gonna find out more about Will, and it's like very obvious that he's in love with Mike. Right. In the love crying with his best friend. At every second. The crying in the car next to Mike, <laughs> and Mike is just staring out the window. Like I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal with the. Crying. It's like that meme of the bus with the two care. The like one person's looking out the window so sad, and one person's like, yeah, and like that's Mike and Will literally. <laughs> um, no, excellent, Eddie. I'm so sad. That they only brought him in for one season because he was amazing. He, to me, was the fucking heart of the season. Star. Star. Him and Dustin. Dustin is also a star. No, he's amazing. What's his name? Gatton? Gaten? Gaten Matarazzo. Gaten Star. Star. All of them, honestly. Like, I'm so excited to see what they do. Yeah, they got, they, I mean, again, it's, it's the way, like, the Harry Potter. Love Miss Sadie. We love her. Of She's course, amazing. now that I know who Sadie Sink is, did I go back and watch the All Too Well 10-minute version? Because I was like, now I know you are. I did. And she's great. She's great. I'm also subscribing to whatever Sadie Sink does. And Miss Nancy. Nancy, oh. bitch! Nancy. Coming through. No. Give Nancy the shotgun, bitch. <laughs> gun rights only for Nancy. <laughs> if Nancy has a gun, I'm okay. Everyone else no, trash. Literally Throw them because away. she will protect you from only, the monsters. Only Nancy. Only Nancy. Wow. Also Maya Hawk. Oh, amazing. Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. Nepotism I support. Nepotism. Yeah. And she Nepotism has, she I support. She's also like a singer and she's like putting out an album. I'm like, okay, girl, come on. Like, I love. No, I'm obsessed. No, yeah. I'm obsessed. Well, Jonathan kind of blah this season. He was, he was his, boring. Him and his friend from Booksmart. Oh, yeah. He was better than Jonathan to me. Also, yeah. fucking Hopper. Oh, Hopper. Heart. We love him. I love him. We love him. And the little Russian man, I love I him. Told you, see, Winona Ryder giving. Also, what, can I ask you a serious question yes. about Stranger Things? Yes. When are people going to believe Joyce Byers? The Never. disrespect that Winona Ryder gets every season when people don't believe when her, also, she's always right. And also, I'm so sorry. The only reason, not the only reason, but half the reason Stranger Things is what it is, is because season one was her comeback and she was the draw. She's so still getting billed first. The disrespect for her, like, not getting a storyline anymore other than just, like, making, Being in love out, with making Hopper. out with Hopper. <laughs> which also I love, by the way. Yeah, Hopper. Obsessed with obsessed. it. Obsessed. But, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone, if you didn't know, I like Stranger Things. 
I am so happy you like it. No, it's I I I remember I kept saying it to you. I was like, it's all the things you like. It's like these quirky people and like it's really also supernatural and also like fun and whatever. So it's really amazing. Also, like the tie-in of like one being also Jamie Campbell Bauer, amazing because he did the voice also. He did the full voice himself. Oh my god! Of Vecna. Wow. Yeah. No, the, yeah. The Vecna tie-in, yeah. like all of that situation, the backstory. No, I was like, I, when I realized what was minds. happening towards the end of Volume One, I their was minds. like, I was the like, showing ooh, of the. Ooh, I had the chills. chills, and I was like, oh my god, they really fucking stuck it. No, like, they, they thought really it through. Did. It. They thought it through because of course they weren't planning this the whole time. Let's be right. serious. Let's... Because you can't plan unless you're you have all the time in the world. You can't plan something like this out this far in advance right. because you don't know if you're going to get a pickup. So, like, what's the point? Right. right. So, it's great that they, like, have known now that... Yeah. And they did know before they wrote and shot season four that their season five was going to be the last. So, they have it paced No, it's, it's really a, a now, moment. Now, they have said there's going to be a time jump in season five. And I'm kind of like, how? Because the danger seems imminent. Agreed. Like, everything's on fire. Literally, Hawkins like is, literally, there's craters. In Haw- Hawkins is not well. Right. It's also, cursed. Do you love how they were trying to make us care about Papa dying, and everyone? We were all just like, "Get to the." Point. Yeah, we were all like, "We hate Move you." Along. <laughs> I, I care more about Doctor Owens dying. Yeah. Him? Well, is he alive? I think he might be alive. Okay. They because left him we alive. didn't see. We didn't. He was just getting beat up. There was lots of torturing in this. Oh season. yeah. I was like, oh, too much. Lord. And all the children dead. I mean, yeah. And that came out like right after the whole. I saw the thing. like they gave the they, they put the, yeah. the notice up. And it came out the same day that the first episode of Obi-Wan came out, which was at the beginning when the younglings are, like, at the temple. And I saw a tweet, and it was, like, two shows coming out today with, like, children getting killed. Literally slaughtered. And only only one thought to put a warning. Dark. Because Disney Plus didn't. Or I don't know if they have since. Dark. No, Stranger Things is, whenever it comes out, and it's, like, before this season came out, I was very much like, oh, my God, can I I do this? Like, can I take this on? Because... You know, it has its its shortcomings and everything, but this season really knocked it out of the park. And that whole sequence where it was running up that hill, mashed with the Stranger Things theme song when Hopper was fighting the Demogorgon. Oh, and Nancy, and Nancy was, was being a badass. <laughs> and Nancy was being a badass. And like, we hate guns unless they're in Nancy Wheeler's hands. Look, only Nancy Wheeler. Um, and like, throw Steve, away the parents, Steve throw away Robin, the mom. Steven Robin throwing the like little, whatchamacallit, like Molotov cocktails at him. I was like, yeah. Also, I was fucking sobbing at Eddie being like, the hero thing. And I didn't like, run away this time. I know. And when he was like, this one's for you, Chrissy. I I was sobbing. We don't have to get into it right now, but like a deeper dive at Lucas getting a gun pulled on him. Oh, by the, by the like white jock? Yeah. Right. Which like, regardless of people being like, he has black friends, he's not racist, whatever. Like someone doesn't have to be a racist no, to do something the, that's racist. Also, the other the other friends beating up his sister. Right. Erica, also, like, I Erica do think the Duffer brothers are good about, like, having these undertones in it. Like, they're not overt it's with not, it. No, it's not in your face. But it's, like, makes you think there. about it. And, like, if people aren't thinking about the fact that Lucas, the one black character, and his sister are getting, gun, like, putting a gun to them and, like, getting, you know, thrown on the ground by these people, like, think about that. I'm just, no. want, I just no, want to no, say no. that. Also, Erica and I Icon. Miss Erica? Putting her in the show, amazing. No, I was so it's happy such a moment. she was in it. Yeah, She's she so funny. Really I have awesome. not seen Giselle Simp for something like this in a long time. No, no y'all. I knew it. I missed- Season four really, like, took me. Yeah. Took me by the reins and, like, 
affected me. It's just I we love TV and like all this shit so much. So when you have, oh, I want to watch it again. No, when you have, I literally when I got home last night, I rewatched the last thirty minutes of the last episode. (laughs) Like I when I was drunk. No, when I was again. When I was home um, in Long Beach. Uh, last week, like I literally watched it two different nights, like the last 30 minutes of the last episode because it's so good. No, it's so amazing. So <laughs> everyone, if you think it's too scary for you, it's I not. thought that for so long because I'm a wimp. Watch it. It's, it's so good. <sighs> okay, before we get into any more shows slash TV, I need to take a break because I have that passionate thoughts about Thor. Um, what? Is this a break? What's happening? No, Meg... Khloe Kardashian is having another baby with the same man with whom she broke up, Tristan Tam- Thompson. TMZ has learned. <gasps> the they are This proves our theory. This absolutely proves our theory that they want all their children to have the same dad, but also this breaking news. Screamers! Screamers! <laughs> Multiple this sources is, this with direct is, knowledge tell TMZ the baby will be born via surrogate. Babe, we're, told, we're told the birth is imminent within days. This is mental illness, babe. A source says the baby Ooh. may already have been born in the last year. No, so. this, I knew she was. No, I'm actually this. kind of sad. Like I know we're joking, but like also this is like no, not it's, it. It's like it's really sad that she is that determined for all of her kids to have the same dad. I'm like having he the having the same nothing. bad dad is not it. He I'm has sorry. Done nothing but disrespect you, babes. Having the same dad when he's shitty is not it. Let's do something better for our kids. Let's set an example for our Literally kids, for our daughter, for our black daughter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's not forget your daughter's black, honey. Yeah. Let's set a better example. The two already share a child, four-year-old daughter, True, and have successfully co-parented her, even navigating their own personal hurdles and discussions on this season of The Kardashians. The two talked further about expanding their family. However, those plans hit a wall when Tristan got another woman pregnant late last year. But late last year, like, if the baby's been born... I'm sorry. It would have been around that time. I don't know what's happening on the male podcast. Well, do you think the but surrogate like, action was already in motion? I think definitely. Okay, so then... But maybe not pregnant. The baby the surrogate wasn't pregnant, but there was definitely probably conversations or contracts being drawn up. Oh, well, maybe they already had a sperm. Maybe. It's like, just truly, like... maybe science couldn't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> nothing no, can... Mean... Well, nothing can stop Trin- Tristan Thompson's sperm. Let's be serious. <laughs> How many children does he have now? Lily, it's giving Nick Cannon yeah, energy, and I don't up. like it. No, but seriously, maybe it was like, that's also why she was so upset. I mean, she's been upset yeah. for all the reasons, but maybe it's because she it was... It was too far. Like, they were already in the surrogate process. Like, they couldn't go back. I don't know how the timelines add up. Was it eight months ago? Well, if it's it's early, it's not early July. It's fucking like mid-July. Nine months. Nine months. Nine months. Nine months. Thank you. <laughs> but it's like, isn't it? We like, are having not a clue. I was like, that didn't sound right. <laughs> but it's 40 weeks, right? Full term? Is I don't know. There's always... <laughs> sometimes people say... Sometimes people say 10 months, right? Is it? I don't Girl, know. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought that much about it. I'm not, clearly none of us have. No but, I'm screening babies anytime. But this today. is dark. So um, we will follow up with more news and what unfolds. But I'm just saying, like, once again, it, I we gave big reactions. But, like, my personal feelings, this is sad. This is dark. I feel bad for these kids continuing to get brought into the world in fucking insane circumstances. Like, I know they're rich and have money, but, like, Okay, is money enough to raise a kid? Like, you have to, like, make them a real person. You have to, get like, help them live a Instill life. Instill your own values in them. And then what is what are Tristan's values? 
<sighs> wasn't he recently uh, at, at wasn't he at Gibeon's Glastonbury set? Probably. Someone. It's all just also fodder for their show. Like daily, I feel bad for these kids. Daily. Yeah. It sucks. Like North, North with the sorry sign at the at the what show? What what show was it? Did I forget. This? Yes, yes. Bunciaga maybe. Or st- not sorry. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Enough. I'm so tired of them. And Kim being like, she thinks it's funny. It's like, or maybe she just like hates cameras on her. Like Mason. Yeah. Speaking and of the, Rob. Speaking of the Kardashians, they one of them actually was going to be one of the topics for us, which is couples, celebrity couples, things happening. Kendall and Devin. Yes. Booker broke up. Really? But while we were away, they were but away. maybe they're back together. Meg, yeah, they, they elaborate. Were, they Tell were spotted. People. They were literally Dumois posted today. They were spotted on a hike together. So it's like it. it it's giving it's, like couldn't give healthy relationship. No, no, Could it's never. giving not healthy relationship. But more and more, know. the Kardashians teach me that money is the root of all evil. Truly, yeah, like oh the God. root of all like chaos. Well, because they've lost touch with reality. Like, if if Chloe was a realistic person, she would not have had a baby via surrogate with Tristan. But because she has the money to do it, she's like, well, he's my daughter's father, so let me just go use his sperm to have another baby. Because I want another baby, right? Right. It's so nuts. It's so nuts. It's so nuts. So. Yeah, the Ke- the Kendall and, and Devin situation. I'm like, I mean, this, this honestly, article Kendall, good Harper's Bazaar. Kendall Jenner proves she and Devin Booker are still going strong with new photos. She also showed love for her boyfriend with a funny T-shirt. Kendall Jenner never addressed her in Devin Booker's breakup rumors, but this week she made it clear the two are still in love. Yesterday, the supermodel was <coughs> spotted walking around Los Angeles in an oversized white T-shirt with a little illustration of the Phoenix Suns Booker's basketball team. The T features caricatures of famous team players from the 94 roster. But can I say something about Miss Kendall? Honestly, like... Oh, it, she also <clears throat> shared... She shared his... um his He's on the... I guess the front of the NBA video game or whatever. Oh. So... She, and she shared it to her story. I honestly... I have this opinion about this. is like, Kendall, you have no kids in this world. So yeah. live your life, I kind of feel. Mm-hmm. About her. Like, this is what you kind of should be doing as a 25-year-old. Right. Like, you know, I guess we're not that much older. But still, it's like, be with someone, be in love, do your shit. Like, you have no kids in the world. You have no tie to anything. Like, right. go off. Live your life. Everyone else with the babies, you have so many other people to think about. I mean, Kim in the trailer for uh, the new season of the Kardashians, Kim and Pete, do you say? I didn't see, but I've heard. Where she like runs out and she's like, babe, do you want to shower with me real oh, yeah. quick? And he like throws his phone. <sighs> I saw it too. It was like Kim telling, subtly telling Pete that he smells and he needs to shower. <laughs> um, but listen, they're, they're omnipresent. They're, they're never going away. They're but never I cannot going believe, away. I cannot believe that, that she's done this. I, I kind of had a feeling she was going to do something like this, but I cannot believe it. After, after him, like, Post the Jordan shit and all the other cheating shit. I, I was like, fine. They're, they're going to figure it out. This getting literally another woman pregnant while you're like trying to fix things with Chloe. Yeah. And probably could, trying could, to have another baby. Like, what the fuck? Couldn't be me. But, you know, rich people do rich people shit. Right. Always. They will always. Um, also, in the couple news, continuing on an early thing we've said on this podcast, which is Bradley Cooper kikiing with his ladies. Yes. He has found a new lady to Kiki with. He has indeed. Um, and they were introduced by none other than Anna Winter herself. 
Um, he is dating Huma Abedin. Yes. Who is uh, Hillary Clinton's like right-hand woman who was married to Anthony Weiner. It just came out yesterday. Um, and they've been dating a few months. Apparently he was dating um, Diana Agron. Really? Before this, yeah. What's Dumois, she up to? Dumois had posted, she, well, she was married to a Mumford. One of the Mumford. Oh, yeah, but she's not anymore. But not anymore. And she was also in Shiva Baby, which was a great movie if you still haven't watched it. Okay, I have um, it. And she's just kind of doing indies and chilling. Probably trying to avoid the spotlight. She has, I feel like a glee check is a solid on. check because the other glee, glee people aren't doing a damn thing, really. So. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they get great royalties. I mean, it's on Disney Plus now. I've done a rewatch of Glee. I almost started one the other day for yeah. reasons that you know everyone knows, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, yeah, love that for Bradley. But I mean, it's it's age appropriate for Bradley, which we love these days because you know never forget when he read um, Lolita to Suki Waterhouse in the park. Suki, who just dropped an album, actually. Yeah, yeah. Her, her music is kind of good. Good. Yeah. It's really Is Suki good. giving bops? No, Suki's giving bops. Yeah. Absolutely. I love her, her songs are on TikTok too. They're like actual trends. Okay, I'm sure you've Suki. Heard them. I love her little love also with her, Robert Pattinson. No, I'm kind of obsessed with them. As much as I love Robert Pattinson for myself, I I respect it. What's Andrew up to? Was the was the show good? The Mormon show? I love the show. He got nominated for an Emmy for it. Oh, we guess we could talk about the Emmy Award nomination. Yeah. But he got nominated for an Emmy. He was at Wimbledon the other day with Tom Hiddleston. Who's Tom Hiddleston, who is engaged no? to Zoe Ashton. And they're having a baby. And they're having a baby. Oh, and I saw I her that. in Mr. Malcolm's List on Sunday, and she stole the whole fucking movie. She's a whole yes. star. She's going to be the villain in the Marvels. Oh, really? Yes. We stand. Love. Also, Tom Hiddleston's hair is black again because he's filming Loki season two. Love. Yeah. Love that for so that, that couple. that's a little update from um, Wimbledon. Oh, also, Rami Malek and Lucy Boynton or whatever. No, they're still together. Oh. I thought they broke up, but they were at Wimbledon together the other day. Also with Reggae Jean Page and his girlfriend, who's like a rando, but he's still with her. Um, this is the age-old saying. Yeah. If people want to keep things a secret, they can. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Who can, can you describe to me what Reggie, Reggae Jean Page's girlfriend looks like? She is white and blonde. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Yeah. I'm not shocked, but go off Reggae Jean Page. I just had to also inquire. Also, one thing to add to your point about if you can keep, you want to keep it private, you can. Um, he posted photos from Wimbledon, and it was all like him and Lucy Boynton and Rami Malek, and then him just zoomed out on his face. And I said, he also posted two tickets on his story. I said he took his girlfriend definitely. So I googled Reggae Jean Page Wimbledon, all the photos. Then you can see all the ones of her, but he didn't post a single one of her. Okay. So it's like if he wants to keep it private, he can right. keep it private, right? right? Like you just don't post yeah, it on Instagram. Post it. Imagine yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? I think we should go into some Broadway news, <laughs> um, which is like kind of like sad because I hate bullies, but also like it's interesting because I'm a Gleek, you know. But also, just, it's just a bit. It's a little. Her whole yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm fucking a gleek. gleek. I'm a gleek. I'm a motherfucking gleek. I have to tell the listeners and Meg live today. Vera and I went to spin yesterday and we were just looking at playlists from last past July's. <laughs> In July 2021. Tell me why I had two glee songs on my July playlist. Oh, only two? 
Only two. I, but I had two. Okay. Well, I, I am Are they still a, your number five? No, they are absolutely okay. not to sell. I have banished them from my top five my, they're in my top. Time. They're in my top of all time, but I don't know where Glee is like today. Should we check? Oh, let's yeah, check. Let's check right now. Listeners, um, we are going into Stats for Spotify, which if you have not done before, it's one of my favorite websites no, on the Glee internet. No, Glee is my 18th most listened to artist of all wow, time. Wow, and Meg, where were they like a year ago? Five. No, it wasn't last year. It was the year before I got rid of them. 20, Insert clip 20. of Kim saying, people don't want to work these days. You worked. <laughs> I worked. I did you, the motherfucking work, You okay? absolutely put And in that's the why work. I don't put Gleecast on my playlist. Otherwise, I would. Okay, I'm going into my top artists of all time. I'm I'm looking for Glee, everyone. Glee is... Oh! They got kicked out of my top 50! Oh. Okay, Demi so is still, still there somehow. I'm still yeah. the fool. No, you're not a fool. Who's my most embarrassing? Let's look. I'd like to tell the listeners our top 10 artists of all time right now. Right now? While we're okay. here. Okay. Should we go 10 to 1? Yep. My number 10 is Harry Styles. My number 10 is Little Mix. My number ah! my number 9 is Sigrid. Ali and AJ. My number 8 is Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa! Hey! My number 7 is Leon. Charlie XCX. My number 6 is Muna. Sam Smith. My number 5... Olivia Rodrigo. Beyonce. <laughs> my number four, Beyonce. My, my number four, Muna. My number three, Lady Gaga. My number three, Ariana Grande. My number two, Ariana Grande. <laughs> my number two, Lady Gaga. My number one, Taylor Swift. My number one, Kim Petras. <laughs> <laughs> that feels new. I feel like it was Lady Gaga, but Kim like has overtaken her. But I also, like, no shade to Kim. I haven't listened to Kim in, like, a year because I didn't really enjoy the slut pop era. We're hoping she right. redeems herself, but I was, you know, I was basically like obsessed with Kim for like the first four years I lived in New York, but she lost me. Wait, also just back to Andrew Garfield quickly, because I always love to talk about him, but also the other day, Vera and I, before spin, we were looking at Newly and his girlfriend is a Newly model or his ex-girlfriend is a Newly model. Oh my God. The, like Alyssa, the one who like, when it was love reported that. that they broke up, she like posted a photo and was like, LOL, like the rumors, but actually he was mad because he was like. We are broken up. Get your newly check. But she's in We love model. people we'll getting a newly check. Um, okay, sorry for that interruption, everyone. Sorry. One more side note because I okay. said the word interruption. Has anyone been seeing Hoodie Allen on TikTok? No. You know who that is? I give it to her. No interruptions. Yeah. This man has been on TikTok. He's doing no, like a redemption tour. I haven't heard that Playing song all anymore. of his old songs. One of those being a song with Ed Sheeran on it. Okay. Well, just if had to Ed say Sheeran that. is in your orbit, Hoodie Allen is back. <laughs> you're doing pretty well. Let's be serious. Um, the the college the college tour is happening. So, um, okay, funny girl, funny girl, funny girl. Funny so Miss Beanie is gone. Not yet. Soon. July 31st. Earlier than expected. Yes. So okay. So I read the whole um, what you call it article yesterday about the funny girl drama that dropped that was like truly an expose unlike any other Mm -hmm. um and basically shit has just been the daily beast shit has just been daily beast (laughs) so mishandled number one beanie feldstein and leah michelle are represented by the same agent oh lord can you believe that's dark also okay so Obviously, Leah Michelle got canceled during COVID, right? Or she did canceled as canceled as you can get. 
Um, and so when the Funny Girl revival was announced and then Beanie Feldstein was announced as the lead, no one was really surprised that it didn't really go to Leah because she wasn't really in the public's good graces at the time. But I remember Andy Cohen asking Beanie when she was doing press for um, the Monica Lewinsky show about Leah Michelle, and Beanie was like, I don't really know the woman, but she commented on my Instagram, like, wishing me well, so, like, you know. And, uh, yeah, so obviously, if you're a Gleek like Giselle and I, you know that Leah Michelle has wanted to be in Funny Girl, be the lead, be Fanny Bryce in Funny It literally Girl. became a, a part Since, of her fucking character This is Glee. literally, the Glee has become real life. Leah Michelle like, is Glee has become Rachel, real. Rachel and, Mary, yeah. yeah, and, like, they are the same person, yeah. so. and... Glee has become bled into real life. We are in a simulation um, because the other day it was announced, obviously, that Leah Michelle is taking over as Fanny starting September 6th. Um, this was leaked by Gawker back in, like, early June. Yes. Right after the Tonys um, where, you know, Beanie did not get nominated because Beanie has gotten nothing but, unfortunately, negative reviews because her singing voice isn't that strong. Also, I don't think the production is, like, necessarily like super great i think they're going to revamp the production when leah comes in for sure um and basically it leaked beanie i think was probably pretty pissed about it based on the behind the scenes from the daily beast article like things are just like not good at bunny girl like beanie was being very open and talking to producers and talking to people and then like after that article came out she was like no you can speak to my representation um and yeah Basically, Beanie announced the other night on Instagram that she's leaving July 31st instead of September like 4th. Yeah, it's, with, it's like early. Yeah. And, uh, and Leah Michelle is coming in. They announced the next day. Yeah, it's, it's a bit complicated for me, I'd say. Because, like, number one, I feel bad for Beanie a bit because, like, I don't think when people were like, oh, Beanie's going to play Fanny Bryce, I was like, oh, she's a singer. Like, I don't, I didn't, I never thought Beanie well, was, was like a Hello great Dolly, singer. Well, she was in Hello Dolly, right? Yeah. She but can that, hold I don't a think, tune. I don't think, yeah. And the other thing is like, she's supposed to be in the Merrily We Roll. Yeah, with Ben Platt. With Ben. And Richard Linklater is directing it over 20 years. Also starring Blake Jenner, famous domestic abuser. Yeah, we don't stand that. That movie needs to cease production. That movie needs to stop. Because if Beanie can't sing, and there's also a famed abuser in the production, Literal like, cut abuser. it off, recast it. Why recast are we casting it. abusers, which is a whole other conversation we will not have today, but um, one we need to have. That's a sidebar, but... Yeah, I feel bad for Beanie because I like her. Um, the Leah Michelle of it all is so complicated for me because like me, Gleek, me, black, Leah Michelle, alleged racist, but I want to see her in Funny Girl. Yeah. So I don't really know what's happening with that. Um, but I'm feeling as though airing on the side of, yeah, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> you the thing. Know? Here's what I learned from like reading and I got some TikToks about it as well. The thing is that unfortunately Beanie can't carry the show. It no. was it was a risk that she took being Fanny Bryce, and it did not pay off for her because she can't carry the show. And that's just a fact, unfortunately. Sometimes Tad things flop. Beanie. There was a TikTok that someone posted, and it was like, sometimes the biggest flops become, come right before the hardest slays. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, like, this is yes. the biggest flop, and she's going to slay really She got engaged. Next. That's I a know. slay. She got engaged. Congrats to Beanie. Love that for her and her Bonnie girlfriend. Chance something. Um, Who they're working on something together. Yeah. Jamila no, Jamil's in it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? Jamila Jamil. 
I know. It's always that. But, it, anyway, here's the thing. Beanie, the show was losing money because people weren't coming to see Beanie when she was on. They were going to see her understudy more than her. And yeah. her understudy, this girl, Julie Benko, like who is apparently amazing, who, Vera, you and your mom, I think you're going to see, um, is was also there was a lot in the daily beast article about how julie would be posting on social media when she was going. when when she was like i'm in the show tonight like wish beanie you know beanie has covid or like beanie's out so like what no but she did she was out for with covid for that also didn't help she's out with covid for 10 days she had scheduled breaks out right but a lot of it mounted to literally they were selling more tickets when her understudy was in that is not the way you want it but also i don't know the logic behind it of like I love Beanie, I really do. Is she enough of a draw? Right. For people like I Jane, think Jane Lynch is almost more of a draw than her. Definitely. Right? To be completely frank, as much as I love Beanie, I think she's super talented. I'm excited to see how her career goes. This just was a flop for her, unfortunately. And unfortunately, it's leading into a bad person coming in to play Fanny, but also a bad person who is also going to fucking kill it as Fanny Bryce yeah. because we saw her do it on national television. Right. Right. So. But I think that's a great point about yeah. Jane Lynch because I think who really goes to Broadway these days, who fills those seats, it's Middle America that's mm-hmm. coming in as tourists, and more of Middle America knows Jane Lynch from Glee yeah. on their national television than they do Beanie. Yeah, right, one hundred percent, absolutely. 100%. And and Leah, I'm sorry, Leah Michelle, as supposedly racist and also annoying that she is, is going to fill those fucking seats. Yeah. I mean, it's people like have been the, waiting for this since fucking is. Glee. The the tickets are selling out ridiculously yeah. for her first couple of weeks. She's going to she's going to keep that show alive. Unfortunately, I heard from a source close to our list or close to our hosts that they did look for tickets and they were a bit expensive. So we maybe won't be going. Just a, <laughs> just, just a source a source close to our hosts has has come out to say this. So you know, Listen. Meg and I have no comment on that. I, <laughs> I famously think the only person that could play Fanny Bryce better than Leah Michelle, if it was four years ago, is Stephanie Germanotta. She's actually too old she now. I think she could still do it. I think she's a little bit old now, even though she's the same age as Leah. As Leah. She just like looks, I don't know, there's something about she's her. She's more that, seasoned. She's more seasoned. I think five years ago she could have done it, but I am still holding out hope. I think she absolutely, Stephanie Germanotta, should play Barbara Streisand in the biopic. Absolutely. Oh, I don't think sure. anyone else should do it but Stephanie. And 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 it will be her entire personality is, for the rest is, of time. Absolutely. Is, she's not, is she Jewish? She's not Jewish. Gaga, I don't think is Jewish. Right. So that but, would be the that will be the problem there. But if you no, I know. If you close your eyes, if you know, and also if you look at images, <laughs> if you look at images of them, it's it's no, striking. it's crazy. It's striking. The thing is, people are coming for Leah Michelle because she's only half Jewish and she was raised Catholic. So is Beanie Jewish? Yes. Oh, let me tell you, the people buying oh. tickets to Funny Girl on Broadway are not looking up whether or not the actor playing Fanny Bryce is Jewish. No, but the internet is. The the, the internet, internet is, is of course, and are ready to cancel but everyone. But it's We're not. Canceling. It's not. And then also, there's another very you know interesting argument, interesting and valid argument of like there are you know Jewish people who are also people of color, um, so it doesn't have to all be you know yeah. white women, but. Yeah, it's I just do a think whole... Stephanie deserves her Babs moment. Oh, yeah. And I think maybe it should be the biopic. Yeah. But I want that for her yeah. because I think she would knock it out of the park. And also that is such an opportunity for Gaga to be so method as she likes oh my God. to be and so yeah. can. Gaga's only doing method roles. Yeah. Well, she's trying to work on that because it's starting to... You know, she, what's, the, what's she going to be in med? Remind me. 
Kaga. Yes. She's going to be in something. Oh! Oh, Joker Harley 2. Quinn. She's going to be in Joker 2. With Joaquin. I thought you meant the Margot Robbie movie, and I was like, I love no, that. No, Margot's Harley Quinn. Right. I yeah. thought you meant, I thought it was No, I mean, that's the, that's the theory, is that she's playing Harley Quinn because it's like the Joker's girlfriend. She'll I know. be really good at that. Though. No, I know. <laughs> you know it'll be about how Joaquin was so giving with his, like, method and whatever. Like, of course. I love her so much, but it's just going to be, like, ridiculous. Yeah, and, I mean, Last Night Funny Girl is actually the most iconic slay is that Jane Lynch is leaving the day is before. leaving literally the day before Leah starts. So if that tells you anything, she said, "I refuse to work with her a second longer. I did my time." And if Azkaban. that tells you anything, also you know in the episode of Glee where Rachel opens Funny Girl, Sue Sylvester is there and she gets up halfway through and leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my and God. so people have been posting that clip. And of course, like Rachel sees from the stage, and she's like mad, and then she like gives it all into her performance, like channels the. Whatever. Also, the internet won't let the fact that Leah Michelle can't read die, and okay. it's funny. No, it's so funny. It's actually really funny. I think the most confounding thing about Leah Michelle for me is like, what do I believe? Do I believe that Jonathan Groff is dumb because he's best friends with somebody who's maybe terrible, or? Is it her best redeeming quality? That he's her best friend. Right. Yes, it's absolutely her it best is her redeeming best quality, quality that he's so her best friend. so confounding. He loves her so much, especially if anyone watches Spring Awakening. He met her Awakening. at such a young point, yeah. too. But she sucked, but like... But especially if... But she sucked since then, because she didn't get a Tony nomination for Spring Awakening, and people still say it's because everyone hated her. Yeah, she kind of just sucks. Like... But then why is Jonathan keeping her around? But also, you know that there's people who suck, but have nice friends. Yeah, true. I guess. It is. I think it's her. It's her best quality. Absolutely. Well, her best quality is also that she can sing. Like, <laughs> that no she's really. Unfortunately, talented. her best quality is that she. I mean, if there's the famous Glee line by Kurt. She may be annoying or whatever. She may be the most annoying person I ever met in my life. But boy, can she sing. Yeah. Right. It's so fucking true. This is it once again. Leah Michelle equals Rachel Berry, and she people sucks, were reposting so the 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 screen grab of Peter Fastinelli. A.K.A. Carlisle from Twilight, who starred as the the funny girl producer, who came into the diner and he said, I'd like to order a cake. And she's like, okay, what kind of what? What do you want? What kind of cake? And he's like, I want you to write something on it. She's like, okay. And he's like, I want you to write. Congratulations, Rachel Berry. You are Fanny Bryce. And everyone's been posting that screen grab. Wow. And it makes me want to watch the episode, but I've been restraining myself. Another redeeming quality of her was Koi Mathi. I know. I, I saw a tweet, and this May is just, this is just and this is just all. It's literally the anniversary of his death today. Did you know that? <gasps> I didn't know Nine that. Years. That really shook me. Nine years. I ago. cried. I was affected. I my was so motherfucking affected. eyes out. I was so sad. I was sad. Also, the song songs that she wrote about him, but especially the first one and oh the second God. one on the second album. Those are really. Sad. I told her if you say so, and then that one on the second album, yeah. which. Clearly, I'm revealing myself. No, no, no. Listen. listen. Yes. I listened to Leah I Michelle saw her and Darren and Chris on tour together. We love, we love a reveal. In New Jersey. I went to New Jersey to watch her and Darren Another Chris thing. Darren and Chris, I think, maybe a better second person. album, too. That's even, yeah. I think, arguably even sadder. Um, yeah. It's terribly sad. R.I.P. That's very sad. I saw a tweet, and it was like, and this is just, again, people being so creepy, but they were like, Corey would be so proud of her. And I was like... But I, that also made me sad. I was like, yeah. fuck. Like, the Glee episode about sad. his death like when Santana sings. Oof. That, if I die young. Sad. And now Naya Rivera also rests in peace anniversary for her death a few days ago. <sighs> Dark. Glee is I so was like cursed. down a rabbit hole on her baby daddy's Instagram. It's Glee's cursed. Her, her son is so cute though. I'm happy he's okay. Yeah, he seems okay. 
Okay, everyone, we are reaching the <laughs> end of the up. podcast, which of course has to do with Marvel. Marvel, which let's just quickly caveat Miss Marvel. Quickly caveat. Yes. I finished it today. It did the the finale came out today. I have two I, more episodes. Just all two more episodes, so we'll talk about it next week. I will say, excellent, amazing, like tie-in, amazing. I thought just like so full of life, so different. Also, even yeah. the final big, you know, because you know there's like a big thing coming, but it, it really didn't feel annoying. It felt really like special. The, the finale made me cry. Iman Vellani's a star. We love her. I love, I love her, her so much. And I'm so excited to see her in the Marvels next year. That's what I'll say. Excited to finish it. Yes. We will go into full detail next yes. week. Because they'll be they'll be two. Yes. And I will watch it. Sorry, everyone. Yes. No, I watched okay. Stranger it's Things. Okay. You did a lot. You did a lot. Also, um, we have to... Sh- I'm going to shout out quickly. The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yes, that I Which can't comment watched. on, but Vera can. Vera and Meg both watched it. Uh, we, I mean, I think I said it about this a couple. I said about this show like six weeks ago. But I hope that everyone has enjoyed it. If you haven't watched it yet, please watch it. It's excellent. We can do Coming it together. Coming back for season two. Oh, it is. Yes, already. Jenny Han really before having before money the, before no. the episode, the the season or the first season even dropped. It got renewed. Gen- yeah, no, Jenny Han. Jenny Han making life. a check. Living her best Ooh, life. Making a check. It's really cute. I think we want for season two better haircuts. Better haircuts. Better haircuts. Slightly better writing, but it's lovely. St- and gr- oh, great music. Yeah. I they great played, needle you, drop. You've told me they played one of my favorite Kim songs. Can't do better. Oh yeah. In the first episode. Could, couldn't was, believe the, Kim Kim Petra doing a first, check it's like the from, first song. That's like my the, favorite. Also, your, song. one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs, "Girl Summer." The beginning. Of Truly. Episode. And one right, of in, her best. right into "Can't Do Better." One of her best. Yeah. So, go off. Um, okay, so yes, those two shows. Also, I Love will Island. Watch. Is anyone watching Love Island? Please slide into my DMs. It's so good. I'm fully caught up on the UK. It's amazing. Do you watch it daily? No, I'm I'm two episodes behind, but I have been. Okay, yes, girl. I had nothing to do when I was in Long Beach. My friend Jenna, I don't know if we ever talked about her, but she watches Love Island. She's currently in her like year old girl era. Oh, She's yes, there for which six weeks. Is. She literally got a VPN to watch Love Island every day in Europe. Like I'm just downloading. I'm just, I'm just using Daily Motion and and probably killing my computer at the same time, but I don't care. Um. Okay. Before we get into Thor. Black Panther update oh, yes. news thing. Everyone, in case you didn't know, Daniel Kluya will be in Black Panther 2. Will not be in Black Panther I thought you said will, Meg. Will not. <gasps> well, I got that wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm sad now. I think this leads into actually a conversation now that this is what you've told me. Not returning for Black Panther 2. He's doing press for Nope, which comes out next week. Yeah. Which we'll have to see. I won't. I mean, I'm going to be away, so you guys don't see it without me. Um, but... We'll have to see that, but he apparently there were um, he was asked in an interview and he was had conflicts with this note movie. Well, now that we've clarified that for me, um, I think this leads into a conversation that I was telling Meg. I don't often listen to this podcast, but I did when I do whenever there's like a Marvel situation happening. Right. The big picture, which is the Ringer podcast, they were talking about Marvel, Thor, all the things. And I one of the main points that I actually thought was the most interesting that they brought up right. is that in this new iteration of Marvel, we're like missing like leading people. Like real movie stars, I feel. You know, like we love Simu, obviously. Like we love these people, but like we're missing the Robert Downey Juniors, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth now. Of the, of the stories. 
And I feel like even with Black Panther, like one thing they brought up on the podcast, which I've talked about a little bit, we've talked about a little bit, is like, I do think that Chadwick Boseman was supposed to kind of like take yeah lead this iteration yeah, yeah, yeah. of of what we're doing 100%. right now. And, and losing be, him it's was to be Tom Holland, which he's still there. Right. right. I think Tom can still lead a movie because he's young and has heart. You know. It's supposed to be Tom, Brie, and Chadwick, right? Right. Yes. Literally, yes. Yeah. Which people hated Captain Marvel, so she's gonna have to like we also, love Brie. People just like hate Brie. They do hate her. Brie. We're gonna Brie's gonna have to I give us think, a performance. Did you in the see next... that article that came out about that someone wrote about her? No. And I mean, like, listen, I understand. I'm not trying to like throw my body in front of someone who has NFTs, right? Like, she's also kind of an asshole. Yeah. But like, this person wrote an article for like Gawker or something. Being like, does Brie Larson have friends? An investigation. And was like, I'm worried about Brie Larson because she's only ever posting photos of herself and her boyfriend and like her one friend. And it's like, what? Not that. And people were like, you're literally bullying this like multi-millionaire. Like, don't you have better things to right. do your time? And I was like, I just think Brie Larson is such a polarizing figure online because the fucking dude bros hate her. Yeah. Because she dared to, to say there should be representation in the reporters that are re- interviewing me. There should be people of color. There should be women of color. There should be women, more women, right? Like all this stuff. And people hate her for saying that shit. And so... Even though Captain Marvel made a billion dollars, she's still just, like, not there yet in terms of being able to, like, lead this, right? Like, Right. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. All of that. Like, the loss... And without Chadwick, it's really... The sad. loss of Chadwick really, I think, shook the world, but also Marvel, because yeah. he was, like... He also was just, like... There's not been another character since Chadwick that has been loved like that. Like, that has been revered like that. Well, because... That has a Robert Downey Jr. effect, but it's different. You know what I mean? Right, because T'Challa is just so, so good. Yeah. Right? But also good in the way where it's, like, normally, like, really good characters... Right. ...are kind of maligned in a lot of ways because it's like, oh, they're so boring, right? But it's almost the, the Captain America effect, even though, like, he kind of... Captain America kind of bothered me at times... Because he was so good. Yes. And all and the time, he stood always for good, something. always did the right thing, always was self-sacrificing. Yeah. Right? And so it's like, it's that kind of a character where he would have kind of fit, right. would and, kind of fit right in. And the global impact, like, that Black Panther had on the fucking world. Oh my God, it's insane. It's insane. So not only are we going to see the second Black Panther with fucking sadness in because Chadwick's not in it, the amount of shit that's happened with that movie... With, like, Letitia Wright being an anti-vaxxer, whatever, they haven't stopped production. Daniel Kluya not being in it. I guess Winston Duke's going to be a bigger part. But also, like, we know who Winston Duke is, but, like, do actual other people really know who Winston Duke is? Like, it just feels like that, all of it feels like, ugh. Like, who it, who do we have? What are it we doing? What the fuck like is happening? It's just going to feel down when it should have been, like, such a step up. Yeah, and then yeah. another thing they said, which I actually... You know, not me just, like, giving them free promo, but I am. Uh, A thing they said was, like, we do... It's not that we don't have movie stars or, like, stars. Like, Oscar Isaac's a fucking star. But Oscar Isaac is now limited to the confines of a Disney Plus show. So it's, like, we have stars, but it's not the same. Like, RDJ and, like, all these people got to, like, fucking create the blueprint, right? They didn't have all the rules that we have now, so... I don't know, like, it sucks because, like, we're such Marvel stands, and, like, obviously we're going to watch all this shit, obviously we're going to be a part of it, but, like, I feel fatigued, I don't know what's happening, it feels like we're making shit to make shit, 
Like, I understand that, like, we can't expect there to be an Infinity Saga forever, but, like, what's happening? Right. <laughs> like, should I just no. watch every movie feeling detached from each other, or are we attaching it? Tell me what I need to do, because no, right now I'm also, looking too for... too much all at once, because then there's also, and this is what I'm saying, like, taking time to do things is uh, beneficial, because um, the CGI in these most recent things looks like shit, unfortunately. Okay, how was Thor for you? I gave it two and a half stars I, on Letterboxd. I haven't there. I, I need to go do it on Letterboxd, yeah. That's that's actually the lowest score I've ever given a Marvel movie on Letterboxd. And I don't think it's last in my Marvel ranking. I think I've been more generous in the past because my mindset towards Marvel has been a little bit more positive. I think that's the thing with Letterboxd. It's like, you know, I could give a masterpiece like Call Me By yeah. Your Name five stars, but then I'll also give Sing 2 like four and a half stars because it made me cry, right? Right. Like, that's, the, that's the thing about Letterboxd. It's like it doesn't actually matter. So when you get into ranking, it's a little bit different. Like I'd put the two and a half stars that I gave Thor, Love and Thunder or over Thor, The Dark World, right? Probably, maybe, I don't know. It really... It was it was very nice. It was fun. It was We laughed. Her, but I it cried. really didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me either. Like, I watched it. Like, it also just sucks coming off of Multiverse of Madness, which also didn't really wow us, and we need, we wanted it to. And it's also, like, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange and, like, Chris's Thor. Like, these are characters we've seen, we know, we love. So Mm -hmm. seeing their movies and having them be kind of shit was like, wait, didn't we watch these other films and, like, they were great? Like, granted... Ragnarok was great. And I liked the first Doctor Strange, but... Well, let me... So, I watched Ragnarok on Tuesday last week before... Or no. Yeah. No. Wednesday last week before we went to see Thor Love and Thunder on Thursday. And then Thursday morning, I watched Infinity War, which I haven't watched in a couple years at this point because Infinity and War and Endgame famously make me sad. So, I don't watch them because they make me sad. So, um, here's the thing. Thor steals Infinity War. Yeah. I think it's his movie. Like, at the end of the day, if you're looking for, like, the heart of the movie, it's Thor. Right. Chris is also still good in... It's the best he's ever been as Thor, I will say. His best performance as Thor. It's giving it's giving lighthearted from Ragnarok, because I know what they did on Infinity War was they had, like, James Gunn come in and write for his Guardians. They had Taika come in and write for, for Chris, I believe. Um, and it's also giving, like determined like hero right which i think this is what this movie was trying to do as well was like say something profound about being a hero in yeah a way, or even say something kind of like damning about being a hero and like how you lose everything and blah 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 but like the jokes just were not it was just so many jokes which misplaced if it's, sometimes if it's, gonna be, if it's gonna be like you know funny that's totally fine there is a kind of zone you have to stay in, I feel like, for them, the drama to, to hit. And it just kind of was out of that zone for me. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, like, I'm still sitting with it. I think I'd like to watch it another time mm-hmm. in theaters. Um, opening night's always hard because it's my most emotion. So either I fucking love it or I'm like, what the fuck was this? Um, but, yeah, it kind of let me down. I love Taika. I kind of feel like he fumbled the bag a bit. Like... And I get it. It's hard to like do something different and then try to do something different again or like, but it just, it yeah, like, I mean, it's just Ragnarok is just miles better, but I also yeah. think it's like, a bit more grounded within a story, um, that worked. Yeah. I and think, I think that's a hundred percent what it is. I think like 
it's the MCU is lost right now, and so these movies feel a little bit more lost. So maybe if there's some overarching plan, and by the way, Comic Con is this weekend. So we're getting announced. Saturday next night is the Marvel pan- uh, panel. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So I would actually watch Miss Marvel tomorrow, just in case, because there might be something yeah, like, to do with that. Um, but I really think Miss Marvel is the most refreshing that I, refresh that I felt with the MCU in a while. Um, really just like moved me, like made me happy, like was very silly, like was giving kind of like, you know. Giving some, saying something. Right. And, um, and yeah, Thor just didn't do that for me. I loved the inclusion of his kids and, and also I know Tyka's kids were in it and Natalie Portman's kids were in it Kirsten Bale's kids were in it. Like I, it, they, they had a great time making this movie, right? Yeah, obviously. So I'm happy for them, but like I didn't have a, as great a time seeing it. I agree. I think, like, my final thoughts on it, like, which these thoughts aren't profound. I'm not giving any, like, new information, but Marvel made me feel something. Like, it made me feel magic. It made me feel, like, excited yeah. and, like, like a part of something. I don't know. It just made me feel, and I just feel like every time I'm going to these new movies, like, it's not giving. Like, it's not doing that. Like, I felt like I was leading up to something or, like, I don't know. It's it's just not hitting the same, and I never want to feel like that because everyone's saying that, but it really isn't. Like I don't know what the fuck it is. Is it the Disney of it all? Is it? I know they've been with Disney for a while, but like, what's happening? Because something. I'm like, you know, we 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 love Kevin on this podcast, and like, I am still putting faith in Kevin that he's gonna figure his shit out. But right now, Kevin, it's looking like you're wanting the check rather than the actual plot. I just so said, like, like, the thing about Kevin is he's still making money. I saw a tweet right. today, and it was like, Kevin Feige, when everyone hates um, Marvel, but still shows up to every opening night since Endgame, right? And we are. And, and it's that, that video of, or that like, gif of the guy from the boys, like who everyone's yeah. like, he's like a villain or whatever, and he's looking around, and he's like, like they love me, whatever. Like literally, people still are gonna show up for this stuff, but how long is that gonna last, actually? Right. right. And I don't know. I just think, unfortunately, Endgame was too good and too big. You can't redo that. Too... So you have to do something different. Yeah. But it's they're... it's not different enough. And they also should have said, like Kevin Feige should have came out and been like, post Endgame, we're doing something different. So maybe you won't get it right now, but like we're doing something different. But like. I still feel like they want us to, like, think that everything connects. But, like, it's not. It's confusing, and it feels like they're just making money. Thor Ragnarok literally felt... Or, sorry. Thor Love and Thunder literally felt like they just gave Taika Waititi money, and they were like, do something. But how much money? Because it looked terrible. Right. So And that's the big thing for me. Like, did I enjoy myself? Absolutely. Did I laugh? Yes. 100%. I think Chris Hemsworth is a great Thor, right? Like, I I loved his whole thing with his daughter. Like... I thought Christian Bale was great in the villain role. Obviously, you know, villains in the MCU are maligned because it's like, you know, they're either not good or then they die after one movie. Um, But I don't know. I just like the way it looked, I couldn't get out of it. I was looking up the screen. The fucking goats. I was like, this is bad CGI. And it's not really the CGI people's fault because they just don't have time because they're also working on She-Hulk and Miss Marvel and all this stuff at the same time. And it's like... I saw a tweet. It was like, I wish all the VFX people a very happy unionizing. Yeah, like, literally. this is the problem, right? So, yeah. Maybe we'll both know. rewatch it and, like, come back with different thoughts. But those are our thoughts after one watch. I'll watch Miss Marvel. We'll have more thoughts next week. Yeah. And, yeah, and Kevin. She-Hulk in August, babe. Yeah. Kevin, 
We need you to get it together, redeem yourself, sir. So we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll babe. have Comic Con news also next week, so oh, yeah, hopefully sure. we'll have some some information. Also, congrats to Chadwick on his posthumous, posthumous, I think, um, post death Emmys Emmy nomination for What If. We love Chadwick. We may he rest in peace. Also. Yes. Okay, everyone, that was a fucking episode. Yeah. We've been talking for like two Thank hours. I don't for, even know, but uh, joining us, with us. Thank being you for back, waiting for us. Um, we're so happy to be back. We will see you next week. We love you all so much. But most importantly, we love each other. I love you, Meg. I love you, G. <laughs> <laughs>